Let's talk about staying grounded and the power that you have that is often undervalued and underused. So I always tell this story about how I was in Houston at a bar and I met this guy. He was an older white guy, really, really cool. And I loved the bar because it was nothing but dark liquor. And um, I was there with one of my best friends and we start talking and I'm not always the most social person, but he, he looked at me, he, we started having an easy conversation. He's telling me how he's been divorced a few times, but this time he's married, but yet he's in a bar drinking. <laughs> so of course that, that sounds like an amazing conversation and it was, and I, I have this new thing that I've been, well, it's not new now, but I, ha I developed this new thing where I ask random people, especially those that are older than me. If they had to give any life advice or marriage advice, what would they give? And when I asked him that question, it was very, very interesting because he <laughs> he was talking about how you have the power to make the decision of how other people can impact your mood or can impact who you are. And the way that he broke it down was, is that if you know someone that is always drama, or if you know someone that is negative, or if you know someone that has like these trademark, trademark, sorry, personality and characteristics, when you're around them long enough, you're able to, and sometimes you're able to kind of have a good idea of how they're going to react when they place in certain situations. So if you know if someone's had like a really, really rough day and you know that they're not the best communicator, you shouldn't go in thinking that you're going to have the best conversation with that person if they're already mentally shut down. Or if you have someone that normally gets super defensive and their first thing is to attack with their words or they don't know how to handle conflict well, then what he was saying was, is that you have the duty to accept what happens to you to a certain extent. You have the, you are the one that makes the decision if you're going to allow someone to impact your mood, not the other person. So like if I'm in that position, I know someone is already on edge. I I basically make a decision if I want to be a part or if I don't want to be a part. And when you get to a point of just really and truly valuing your mood and then you respect the process that it took for you to get to that mood, you'll start noticing that you want to start protecting that mood from other people because you work so freaking hard to get to that point. But the way that you're able to protect it is to basically be aware. It's for you to pay attention to see how other people move, how the way other people act. And it really just really, really boils down to being observant and then placing yourself value on the higher scale. If you know that it took you long to get to this happy point, why let someone else come in that doesn't have good intentions and they're doing it intentionally to change your good mood to a bad mood? And it really boils down to it. Are you worth more or is that other person worth more when it comes to your mental sanity, when it comes to your peace, when it comes to how you talk to people, 
how you interact with other people, where do you place yourself on that spectrum? And if you really start acknowledging and really paying more attention to how easy you may allow people to impact how you feel for that day or to impact the decision that you're going to make, and you place those values higher than your own, you're always gonna have an internal self-balance, I'm sorry, a self-conflict. Yes, I said conflict, because you are basically minimizing who you are and minimizing how you feel and minimizing your emotions in order to make someone else feel comfortable. Now, I'm not saying that you should go through life and just put you and yourself alone at the top and not be able to be able to take on someone else's issues or to be able to help that person when they go through a hardship. But the what I'm challenging to do is to be able to make a decision versus thinking that you don't have a choice or a right to it. It's acknowledging that there is a process of how you feel and the need and the sense of trying to protect that feeling. Because when you really, 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 really put the work in to make sure that you're not so defensive, when you put the work on to make yourself feel and look good, when you work on your insecurities and make yourself secure in certain areas that you've been having hardships with, it's that all takes time and it takes work And when you get to the point of actually accomplishing those goals, it feels pretty fucking awesome. You know what I mean? So to have like a really high moment and to feel feel that you really, really made it only to have someone bust your bubble that really doesn't give a damn. You have to really ask yourself, was it worth it? Or you can ask yourself, did I protect it? Because if you don't see the value in yourself and how you feel, then how can someone else see that in you? And then it boils down to having proper boundaries, but you truly won't get to a point of learning what type of boundaries to place with individuals if you don't take the time out to place a value on yourself. And if you don't know where your value is, That, my friend, is where you have to start doing the work. Because once you start getting to a point of having a higher sense of value, the way that you interact with certain people will change. The way that you use your time when it comes to investing time or surrounding yourself with other people will change. The type of people that you put yourself around will change. Because if you're a person that normally sees people that are are in need and you're always give, give, give. How much do you have to give until someone pours back into you without you asking? And if you're at a point where you're always pouring and 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 you run dry because no one can give back to you, then you probably need to do more work and figure out the circle that you keep. And if And if they provide any value into your life. Now, that's a whole nother deep conversation that a lot of people are not ready to have. And we'll dive into that in another time. But when you really look at yourself as a work in progress, and if you really 
sit down and think of how much time and effort that you take to invest in yourself to become a better person, then why would you want to hang out with people that don't see your value or their sole focus is to tear it down? And that's why I said it takes time for you to truly see and to uplift and to build up your self-value because once you get to a high vibration and you realize how valuable you are without someone having to validate it, then you start looking and then start reacting to things different. You start noticing what's worth your time and what's not. You start noticing who's worth your time and who's not. You start looking into what you should do that can continue to develop and build you into a better person versus spending time that is just not going to do anything either for your pockets, for your self-development, for your family. It looks as if it's just a waste of time. And when you get to a point in your life when you can say that my needs are just important, if not more then at that point is when you truly sat back and really worked on yourself and know what your value is. And when you value yourself that high and it's validated, meaning you value yourself because you are a good person. You do things to help people. You don't ask for certain things. You just do things from the goodness of your heart. And you do things that can be life-changing to other people. And you are just in a sense of celebration of everything that you accomplished. And really, honestly, sometimes we don't really reflect and really pat ourselves in the back because we're so busy with life that you probably don't even realize all of the accomplishments that you've actually had, whether they're big or small. And when you get to a point of really just celebrating you and celebrating what brought you there, then yes, you have officially earned it to tell someone, no, I don't feel comfortable doing this right now. Or I'm going to see you later. Or you can even say, let's 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 catch up another time and not feel guilty about it because you're doing what's best for you. You're doing what's best for your mental health and you're keeping you in priority because if you're okay, then you're able to continue that good. And if you're not okay, And that's okay as well, as long as you don't stay there. But if you're able to know when you're not okay, then you will at that point have that circle that will pour into you before you even have to ask for them to pour into. And that's because you speak your value, you know your value, and you're able to act in your value versus trying to do or be something that you may not be. So I want you to just focus on what is in your control, focus and really observe of things that you allow to impact you that shouldn't, Um, and then learn and really learn to appreciate that you have a value and anything that you do, start looking at it as an investment. If it doesn't improve you or build you up or make you feel good, then you may need to sit back and then start reanalyzing of what changes that you can make and then really view it as if it's going to help you or hurt you. And when you start going through there is when you start reaching a new sense of clarity, when you start feeling more fulfilled in life, when you start having quality people around you versus 
people that are backstabbers and they, they just hate to see you win. You start building an amazing group of people that are around you that is full of respect, full of healthy boundaries. And when I tell you that that feels freaking amazing, it's, it's amazing. So I challenge you, work on your self-value, work on being observant, and continue to change and uplift yourself. And make sure that if it doesn't benefit you, that you sit back and analyze it and see what changes you need to make because you are worth it. You are stronger than you ever thought that you that you were. You just need to sit back and really celebrate your small and big wins so that you can really live a life of just value, significance, love, health, and balance. And that's all for today. Make sure that you check out my website, stepsinlife.co. That's CO at the end. And this is your favorite life coach, Nikki. Love you guys. Take care. If you haven't heard anything about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit from your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so that it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Once again, the Anchor app, that's A-N-C-H-O-R app, or go to anchor.fm to get started.